everyone welcome to the show uh thanks for listening olivia grace is on today i met olivia during roast battle when i did roast battle maybe a couple years ago in la i I battled her i'm not going to say whether i won or not but in a few minutes you'll be hearing multiple times whether i won or not so i think you know how that that ended i have some tour dates coming up i'm going to rattle off the cities April 19th, Phoenix. April 26th, Greensboro. May 3rd, Copenhagen, Denmark. Whoa. May 4th, Oslo. May 6th, Prague. Wow. May 10th, Berlin. May 11th, Berlin. Uh, May 23rd, New York City. Hometown headlining show. Then June 7th and 8th, Springfield, Missouri. June 21st, I'll be at the Clust- at Clusterfest in San Francisco. I think there's going to be a few days, actually, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. October 3rd, I'll be in Honolulu, which is in Hawaii. And then I'll be in, I think it's called Kihai, which is also in Hawaii on the 5th of October. And there's going to be more dates added. The Milwaukee date will be added soon. If it's not already on sale, I don't think it is. And um, Todd Berry podcast t-shirts. Go to toddberry.com forward slash shirts. And what else is there? I think that's it. We'll be right back with Olivia Grace. I'm so excited. To be on this podcast? Yeah, you're pretty great. I am. I mean, thank you. What do you, uh, have you done any, pod- what podcasts have you done besides this one? Um, just like, I don't know, my friends' podcasts and stuff. Uh, well, we're not friends. So this, I, know, this is, I can see why you're excited. Um. <laughs> Yeah. What was I going to say? So I should tell everyone how we met. Yeah. Which is, I, I was on Roast Battle. You were on Roast Battle, and I I destroyed you on Roast Battle. You sure did. I did. Be, I got you good. You did. It was good, right? Yeah, I know it was. It was. It was. I was so excited to do it with you, because like, I, I remember when I like met you, we had to kind of like be around each other all day when we were filming, and I kept telling you, was like, I've seen you. When I was like 12. Uh-huh. I and I felt it. like you didn't believe me. And I was like, no, you're Todd Berry. I just didn't want to hear that. You know, it makes you sound old when, when <laughs> someone says, I saw you when I was a little kid. I'm like, How could that be? We're the same age. But we're not. What are you, like 22? 23, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You've been doing that roast battle for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. I started when I was like 19 at the comedy store. Uh-huh. And they had to like sneak me in and then I had to like leave right after a battle. How do you like first get your foot in the door there? Like how do you I don't know. Do I you mean, sign up for it or Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. When they started doing it, it's like just pick someone you wanna roast battle and uh-huh. and do it. And um yeah, I just kind of just fell into it and then it ended up really working out. Do you still do it? I haven't done one in a while. The last one I did was the one season three. You were there for that too. You battled Brennan Walsh, right? right? I did. I, I destroyed him. Wor- <laughs> worse than I destroyed you. <laughs> but he's easier because he sucks. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know why I said yeah. No, because you're playing a lot. You're showing support for me. I am. Um, so how many, so you were 19, so like three or four years you've been doing this. Yeah. And you, uh, it gets pretty rough, huh? It can, yeah. I've definitely like had jokes made about me, but as long as they're good jokes, like kind of like I'm able to like take myself out of it and really? be like, "That's a good joke." Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was like, I was, I was watching some of these people. I'm like, I'm not gonna make fun of some guy's dad who died. I'm not gonna, you know. But that's yeah. that. That's also kind of mild compared to some of the stuff I've heard. Yeah, for sure. I, I do mean, keep mine G-rated. Do you really? No, not really. But <laughs> I like fight. I like to be. I, you know, everyone's got their own lines, I guess. Yeah. Well, how do you take a joke? Like when someone has a good joke on you? Uh, I'm pretty good at it. I, uh, you know, I sit around with comics and they they slam me. And you know, like recently, I was I was at upstairs at the Olive Tree Cafe and uh, sitting there with Keith Robinson, Michelle Wolf, and uh, Greg Rogel, and a couple other people. I forgot who else. And I I mentioned that I said something like. Uh, you know, middle seats aren't necessarily as bad as you think they are on, on a flight. And for, ooh, mistake. 
for wow. the, it was like a 45 minute beating of them just like destroying me over liking a middle seat on a flight not liking but saying it wasn't bad yeah but i took that i mean that's also not like a low blow or anything but uh i it's, i don't know I, i've had offers of people like can we roast you like do a roast like some comedy clubs and i i say no because i i feel like i'm i feel like someone's gonna say something that's gonna make me a little upset yeah like you there's like certain things that, yeah yeah I, mean, I get that i don't mind you know someone making fun of the way i deliver my jokes how quiet i am that i'm <laughs> losing my hair that's pretty much the only topics that are acceptable oh really but you're all uh, no they can i i'd like being made fun of you know me and i do that online with colin and stupid brendan walsh and i saw the socks he sent you <laughs> yeah, i know he sent me socks that said i suck at comedy those are pretty funny i just love that he can afford to even buy custom-made socks for me <laughs> with what with what income with what income so are you trying to get back off from it are you the roasting or are you just i'm mostly focusing on traveling and touring right now I know. we're gonna ease into that yeah yeah i uh i don't know i mean like i it's always been like a dream of mine to like travel and do comedy that's kind of what i wanted to do and uh-huh. luckily i mean with the roast battle stuff kind of getting on tv i'm able to just kind of go to like a lot of comedy scenes and be like can i come here and do an hour let's set up a show right and so that's what i've been like spending a lot of my time on is just trying to figure out how to like get these shows and then promote them and like trying to work out an hour you know it's so exciting it's like do you have an hour i <laughs> i can do you have an a tour hour. where you're booking it where you said you're doing an hour so. yeah exactly well i mean yeah i well, i you know i'm trying to be like i'm i'm yes yeah i do okay. i've been doing an hour for the last like ear on the road here and there so did you start doing comedy around the same time you started doing roast battle i started when i was 16 oh my god yeah open huh. mics and stuff like that um huh did you um so you just moved to new york yeah like well it's kind of a long story oh that's i want a long story you do okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lay back a little bit while you do this long story <laughs> i feel like i'm 12 right now i don't normally that? sound like well because i like i saw you when i was 12 and now i oh, feel okay. like i'm like a 12 year old uh, again okay i thought it was the way oh, i was talking God. to you made me made you feel that way no not at all okay, no good. i i'm i'm worried that i sound like well this will never air so don't <laughs> worry yeah well i uh what was the question i ended up in new york I ended up in New York. Well, I was in LA for a while doing stand-up there. And then I came here on a trip just to feel it out and see what it was like. And I was starting to kind of burn out in LA a little bit. Uh-huh. And so when I got here, I realized like how many comics were here and how many new people there were to like meet and how like good everybody's writing is here. Yeah. And I was like, I got to stay here because this is going to make me a way better comic, you know? And so I stayed here last year for almost a year and then i hit the road again um and then i lived in fort wayne indiana for a little while too because i met a dude while uh-huh. i was on the road and i was like i love you you should come with me to new york and he was like i can't my mom is sick and i was like okay well i guess i live here now well and he was from fort wayne and he was from fort wayne yeah uh, that's a guy taking care of his mom you gotta respect that mm-hmm. so you you lived in Fort Wayne. Yeah, for a while. I, I just did a show there not too long ago, I At think. Tiger Room? Yeah, I don't re- I don't I remember it being good, but I don't remember much more than that. Yeah. How long did you live there? I was there for like 8 months and then it didn't work out, so then I just came back here like 6 7 months ago. Were you ready to just stay in Fort Wayne forever? No, not forever. We were like trying to figure out like where we were going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he was a comic? Uh-huh. You guys still friends? We haven't talked in a while. Okay. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> See the way I back off from things? Like, that's why I'm not a great roaster. I am a good roaster, actually. I um, Okay, so then you moved back to New York. Yeah. And did you dive right in? Were you able to get sets right away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was able to jump right back in, and I was just, I was honestly just excited to be somewhere where there was a lot of comedy again. Yeah. Yeah. What was your routine like, in, not your comedy routine, but your performing routine in L.A. like? In LA? Yeah, I mean, like, how many times did you get up a night, or did you, you have to get in your car everywhere, right? Yeah, which I don't really mind driving, but in LA, I was like, uh, it was, I mean, kind of the same as here, but I was starting to kind of do the same shows with a lot of the same people in the crowd and a lot of the same comics, so uh-huh. I, like, I didn't realize it until I got here, but I think I just got, like, kind of comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's a bad, I think that's a real... I mean, I think it's great you're going out on the road because I feel like if you just are always performing in a place where it's like, 
oh, there's the same 12 people who are friends of mine who are always in the back of the room, either fake laughing or really laughing. It's not really a realistic gauge of your comedy. Exactly, yeah. And that's what really threw me off about L.A. was I was like, I'm starting like to do really well on shows, but then I would get like a showcase set at a club and then be like, oh, why am I bombing? And it's like, oh, it's because my friends aren't here, you know? Right, and that's, yeah. You kind of develop this like... Um, this way of existing on stage when you're performing for like your friends and comics. Exactly. And, and you can just, make little yeah. inside little inside jokes that go over everyone's head except your friend in the back. And it's, t- I mean, it's fun to do that, but it's also, it's not, uh, it's not being a professional comedian really. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. It's like, how do I, how do I turn pro? You know, well, I came to the right place. Oh, cause, Todd. Cause I'm so successful. I looked at your tour dates today. You did? You got quite a few of them. Yeah, it's it's insane how it, like, I just started emailing and messaging people and was like, hey, can we, let's do a show, you Because you got them in places where, like, I don't know how, like, there's one that was in, in a loft hotel. Yeah, in Louisville. How's that? How did you, how did you, do you just write to a hotel and go, you want to do a comedy show? A lot of it was reaching out to the comics right, in the yeah, cities that's... and being like, where do you guys do shows? Where can we set something up, you know? And, and yeah, that's. That's the place that they were like, well, we've got like some kind of deal with the hotel where we can do like comedy shows and entertainment stuff. And but it was a cool list of cities. It was like Wyoming. You had something in Wyoming, I think. Yeah. Well, no, not Wyoming on this one. I still haven't been up that way yet. Well, it's mostly Midwest and the South, but we're doing like shit. So I many. You did Wyoming. I thought there was a Wyoming date on there. Maybe, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Pro- probably are, Todd. I know you're almost never wrong, but this I... might be one of those times. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that accurate thing you just said. So where are you going? You're going like New Mexico, I think. Yeah, all the way from. You want me to just pull them up? I yeah, can't let's pull them, them out. Right then now. we can we can go one by one. Yeah, let's do uh, we'll this. We'll slam these out one by one. Oh, this is so exciting. It is exciting. Usually <laughs> I'll do the door dates at the end, but I'm going to make this part, kind of featured content. This is. Thank you. I've never done this for anyone. Wow, I feel so special. It is taking a while though. So. Uh, it is taking a while. Okay. People, <laughs> people are, people are f- fl- flipping on their. Uh, podcast apps to something else right now okay we're going to wheeling west virginia that's what i was thinking maybe it does look like wyoming it yeah, almost looks like a w it was a w it was a w it was the okay. w i think that was it <laughs> we don't have to do the rest of them okay how did you end up in wheeling <laughs> you can do a few more <laughs> can i yeah yeah and then we'll do them at the end or we'll talk at the end about that okay uh there's like 25 wheeling west virginia fort wayne indiana Dearborn Heights, Michigan, Indianapolis, Indiana, Louisville, Kentucky, Chicago, and then this is another tour. Are you excited? Are I you am. still are I'm, you still engaged? I am engaged. Okay, cool. And then, then I'll have questions for you. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, St. Louis, Missouri, Springfield, Missouri, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana, Wichita, Kansas, Oklahoma City. Damn. Pantago, Texas, Austin, Texas, Odessa, Texas. See, how do you get a gig in Pantago, Texas? It's like, uh, well, I was just like, well, who do I know? And Are like, these like the, established one-nighters? I'm sorry I interrupted you. One of the uh, Pantago one is is an established one-nighter. It's um, Brian Breckenridge runs a monthly show in Pantago. And I got that because I was like reaching out to like Dallas and comics. And I was like, what shows can we do in Dallas? And Pantago's like kind of in the area. So. Huh. Are you touring with someone? Yeah, I'm touring with my buddy Eric Friedman. Do I know him? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Does he know me? He does. <sighs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are doing every every day together? Uh-huh. Are well, you- I'm doing the first up until Chicago with my friend Tim McLaughlin, who's a New York comic. Mm. And then Eric is meeting me in Chicago, and then I'm doing the rest of them with Eric. Now, why aren't you doing Chicago and Milwaukee back to back? Did you do that? Yeah. Oh, you did? Are they back to back? It's Yeah, pretty much. Every... Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought they were far apart. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's bad routing, man. It's right there. <laughs> Two cities are right next to each other, man. Um, so you are you guys, you're co-headlining? Did I ask you that already? Or are you? Uh, uh, he's opening for me. Open, and both the other guys opening for you as well? Uh-huh. Wow. That's the way to do it. You're like, I'm the headliner. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. Did you do most of the legwork as far as booking? Um, Pretty much, yeah. And Eric helped with a lot of the dates. He's from Phoenix, so he was helping with like Phoenix and Tucson. And so you just write, you go, I want to go to Louisville, and you write, find Louisville Comics. You go, hey, yeah, I'm Olivia Grace. I got destroyed by Todd Berry <laughs> on uh, Roast Battle. 
Yeah, that's actually one of the clips that I send. Is, really? Is, oh, yeah, wow. you kicking my ass on roast battle. Wow, that's an interesting way to get work. <laughs> Here's me losing in a very, very important, prestigious <laughs> comedy contest <laughs> against the guy who's been doing comedy before I was born. Now, do you? Um, how are you going to travel? Car. Everywhere? Yeah. Like, where's the first state? Wheeling, Wheeling West, West Virginia. And you're going to drive there from New York? Uh-huh. How far drive is that? It's got to be 10? Like six and a half hours. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. I think, I'd be, I think I've driven through Wheeling. West Virginia's cool. I've had some good shows there. Really? I've never been yet, so I'm like really, I'm pretty stoked about that one. It's in a college town too, so yeah. that's, Well, that, know. who knows what that'll mean. You know mm. what I mean? You worry Well, about if they have some colleges, if they're like. They either get really excited about you being there or don't. Oh, it's not out of college, though, really. No, it's at a club. It's called Max Club. You Max can see club. me there. Hey, don't start. Don't get too pluggy. <laughs> don't get too pluggy. You got to rein that in. I'll do whatever you say. There you go. There you go. So are, are you doing, I didn't check the actual dates. Are they like back-to-back, -back, like punk rock style? Pretty much, yeah. Like there's a gig almost every night. Really? Yeah. Where are you going to stay? Oh, people's couches. Oh, you are. You're black flagging it, man. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. Well, that's the that's, that's a punk band that toured like that. Hell yeah! Like basically every punk band toured, where they would just show up at a town and be like, oh, "We need a place to stay," and then they end up sleeping on some drunk's couch or something. Oh, that'd be great. What do you do? You have any? <laughs> do you have any strategies for touring? Do you have like so you're never going to get hotels? I mean, like we will. Uh, if it makes sense to, you yeah. know, cause it's also like, I mean, it is really exciting to be like, let's just stay on somebody's couch. Really? Then, that's exciting to see. That sounds, yeah, that's something I never would have been into even in the olden days. Yeah. I, and like, even now though, I, my tolerance for that is like getting a little lower. So I'm like, okay, well if we, if it makes sense to get a hotel and we should, yeah, you know, share a room. Also, yeah. Share a room. Yeah. Then you're like, are, are we boyfriend or girlfriend? <laughs> you're like, Eric, this is professional. <laughs> I don't know why. I just created a scenario where he made a move on you. That's, oh but man. Eric's a good sport, I bet. He, oh, I love Eric, yeah. He's one of my closest friends. And we've traveled together before. We did one tour across the country with much less planning. Uh -huh. And we were able to like get along pretty much the whole time. We were in a car for a month. Pretty much. Let's hear about the times you didn't. It was just like... <laughs> we did one gig that was like terrifying. It was a strip club. Uh-huh. And they were putting up strippers in between the comics. Yeah. And so by the end of the show, <laughs> I had to do a half hour, and it was just a, a horny, angry audience. Yeah, if there's ever an audience of people who don't want to see someone talking, it's probably <laughs> strip club audience. Yeah. And I mean, it was, uh, it was intense. And so I went up, and I was like, I know I'm not going to make them laugh, but I will I will force them to pay attention to me. Oh, how'd you do that? I told them if I do a joke and it doesn't get a laugh, I will take off an article of clothing. Okay. Because I didn't want to make it easy for myself. You're speaking their language then. Yeah, and I got them a couple times, but then I got down to my bra and the owner of the strip club went over to Eric and was like, you got to give her the light because if she shows her nipples, we're not going to be able to do comedy here anymore. Oh, really? Oh, so was it a... Uh a club where they put were are they pasties? Is that what they call? No, I just think it was like an insurance thing because all the other strippers were like completely nude. So I oh, think so they have like a separate arrangement. Yeah, like we got your stripper license. Ex exactly. I think that that would be my guess as to what it was. So the owner made Eric give me the light, and then one of the guys in the crowd saw Eric give me the light, and he got kind of mad. He was like, "What her boyfriend doesn't want her to show her nipples or whatever." Oh, the owner. Uh, one, someone in the crowd oh, was okay. like that. So, because he didn't understand that it was the owner telling Eric to right. do it. And so then as we were leaving, you know, Eric was kind of scared that these guys were going to beat him up. So yeah. we got into kind of a fight. And then like just an argument of like, we were just both like very overwhelmed and stressed by the situation. So we didn't even fight. We were just like, what just happened? And then as we were like running out of there, basically, some dude came over, this giant dude tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and he was like... Uh, we thought you were really funny. We just wanted to see your titties, which was probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten after a show. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, I you know, you saying I was funny was up there, but you know. Well, I, I Do you sorry, that? I, I'm sorry, I left <laughs> off the second part that makes you so happy. Sorry, I didn't bring up your titties <laughs> when I was complimenting your comedy. <laughs> but I guess if you're a strip club, I guess that they feel a little more. 
Like if they had said that at a comedy club. And you were stripping, so I guess. And I was stripping, and it was yeah, also I guess, like, I mean, they weren't laughing. I but hate they to w- side on, on, with that guy, but I guess I see why he's able to do that. Well, you, I think you wanted to clarify that, like, we did think you were funny, but you also challenged us to oh, not okay, laugh yeah, at yeah. you, so. Right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was probably like the only thing that Eric and I were like, what the hell? Was that a guy who worked there? <laughs> no, it was just some dude in the crowd. Did you get paid? No. Oh, it was a free one? Free beer. Free beer. Are are you doing a lot of free beer gigs? Um, we're only doing a couple free shows on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have contracts? Nope. Oh, handshake. Let's talk about. Uh, so, like, how long are you going to do the thing where you drive at like after the show to make a little headway into the next gig? I think a couple of them because there's one we got to go from Shreveport to Wichita, and that's like eight hours. Ooh. And so we might do half of it overnight. Half of it overnight. Mm-hmm. Get a shitty motel. Mm-hmm. Burn out the rest in the morning. Yeah. Then where do you stay there? Oh, well, someone's couch. In Wichita. Are you lining up the couches now, or are you just going to hope that it happens when you get there? No, we're trying to line up the couches now. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, hey, I'll give you a guest list if you uh, let me sleep in your mom's bed. <laughs> be awesome someone's mom's bed it sounds really nice so you're pretty excited about this tour that's do you find that a lot of la comics don't want to go on the road i feel like i get that from that from them a little bit really i mean i think a lot maybe of, i'm I could be wrong about that i think a lot more people are starting to because i think everybody's kind of getting to the point where it's like you can only get so good doing 10 minutes every night right and so um and a lot of scenes are getting kind of oversaturated and it's even getting harder and harder to get good stage time so I think a lot more people are trying to make their way onto the road, and I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now, too. It's like, I, I don't know if you can tell by how I'm describing this to you, but I am just trying to figure it out, so. No, you're doing you're doing really good. Like, just the fact that you booked, so you didn't have anyone, like, agent-type person help you book this shit? No, no, it was just me. Wow. That's exciting. I'm pretty stoked. Are you going to add more dates? Not anymore. <laughs> I think, that. I, we're at like 23 now, and I think that's that's definitely enough. That's a lot. Yeah. 23 in a month? Yeah. Wow. I'm excited for you. Are you really? Yeah, that Thanks, sounds Todd. exciting. It means a lot. I'm so stoked. I really am like just, it, it's what I've always wanted to do, and for so long I was like, I can't figure what? it out, or, uh huh. you know, I'm too young, or someone's going to kill me, or whatever, but. What kind of road food are you looking forward to? You know what's funny? I actually just got... I just got diagnosed with IBS, so I'm on like a very restrictive diet. So, so far when I'm traveling, it's just whatever at a diner I can eat. You know, I just order like a bunch of sides. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, sorry about the IBS. Oh, that's fine. You know, I'm I mean. sorry that you brought it up also. I'm, so, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry for myself that you brought it up and I can't handle it. Is it overwhelming for no, you? No, no, I'm not overwhelmed. You don't want to hear about my diarrhea every day, Todd? Oh my God. Is that what happens? Yeah, pretty much. Oh man. Yeah. So what can you eat? I guess well, let's dive into the subject. <laughs> as I as I hold my own stomach. Ooh. I mean, I can. I mean, I I'm like right now I'm like just trying to figure out like what actually upsets my stomach. So right now it's like gluten and like gluten, certain, of course. Yeah, certain dairy, garlic, garlic. E- eggs are a bad one. Eggs are eggs are really bad. So yeah. I'm gonna sneeze. Bless you. Um. Wow. Sneezed away from the mic, but you probably heard it. Because it's a good microphone for you using these days. <laughs> so you got IBS. Yeah. Maybe you can get an IBS medication to sponsor the tour. That would be so funny. I would love... Have I don't you, know if there is one, though. My doctor was like, there's pretty much nothing you can do except like yoga and eating better. Seriously? Yeah. A doctor prescribed yoga? That's interesting. You yeah. Sure, sure this was a doctor? Yeah. Well, I think I mean, it was <laughs> a yoga instructor. You went, to, you went to a yoga instructor. Well, it wasn't even like a prescription. She was like, I don't know. Maybe it'll help, you know? Sounds <laughs> Sounds like a good doctor. I don't know. That's what you want to hear from a doctor. I don't know. Was, yeah. she, was she just a general doctor? Uh, no, she was a GI. Oh, gastroenterologist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, she should know whether there's medicine. Yeah. I mean, she was like, oh, heartburn medicine might help. And, you know, it was always kind of under the like, I don't know. You know? Like, well, if you think of anything, doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you do anything, think of anything that might make you seem like you're a doctor, <laughs> you know how to get hold of me. Yeah. Doctor, so, so many bad doctors. I'm not saying she's a bad doctor. No, there's a lot of bad doctors. Yeah, there's a lot of. I'm because I before I saw her, I went to like seven doctors. Like I have diarrhea all the time, and they're like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, they're just like you're probably just stressed or something. Wow. Yeah. Where did you find these doctors? 
Um, just like, I mean, one, like two of them, primary care doctors. And, <laughs> yeah. You have health insurance? Yeah. All right. Yeah. They're very responsible. That's not very punk rock to have health insurance. <laughs> it's not very punk rock. Get, I want you to get rid of the health insurance, <laughs> even though it's really good. So where, who do you live with? I, like here? Yeah. I live with some roommates. My I my one roommate Lizzie Cassidy is another New York comic. She's so funny. I love her so much. Lizzie Cassidy. Uh huh. I don't know if I've met her. She's great. I may have met her. I say that every time with every name because I <laughs> there's people I've met who I just don't remember. But that's not because that's just because I meet them real briefly. Because mm-hmm. um, you meet a lot of people. I guess what I'm saying is at my level you meet a lot of people. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where so you live with Lizzie? Who else? And then I have one roommate Leah who what is I forgot what Leah does but she's awesome. Do you get along? Oh yeah, we all get along. Yeah. Where? Leah Leah listens to me complain a lot more than someone who lives with me should. Really? What do you complain about? Let's hear it. Uh, I complain about the bar that I work at. As oh, you as work at a bar? Yeah, I work at a bar. As a bartender? Bar back. Okay. I won't, I won't ask which bar. What neighborhood's it in? It's in uh, Long Island City. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it douchey? I mean, it's actually not douchey. I get along with pretty much everybody there. It's just we <laughs> have to sell craft beer and I like could not care less about craft beer. If they sell craft beer, then it's a douche place. Right? Yeah, it's a little, I mean like- I have but, a prejudice against people who are really into craft beer. Do you really, I want to hear about it because I also just it's, think it's It's stupid. just one of my, you know, famous snap judgments that I like to make. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just when I people like, craft beer IPAs, I just, I kind of hate them, but I will give everyone a chance individually. Mm-hmm. So it's conceivable that I could have a best friend who's massively into IPAs. <laughs> I mean, I want that for you, you know? I mean, you you don't want to write anybody off for it. Is this it. a sports bar? For? No, it's not a sports bar. Do they have wine there? I think so. Yes, we do have what wine. Exa- is a bar bag kind of just cleaning up after the bar? Pretty much, yeah, and just like running food and like I serve a little bit too and like uh, just restocking the bar and, you know, talking to so people. So what do you complain about? If you, I mean, if you're worried about getting in trouble, then don't do it. No, no, I put in my notice. I, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let it let her rip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will say I'm terrified of our chef. You know, there's like some chefs have like a big ego. Yeah. And uh, bless his heart, he is a good chef. But man, he gets real mad if you don't pick up food right when he wing, rings the bell. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, come on, like, come on. They don't busy. Want, they don't want those chicken wings hot. <laughs> they're better when they're like room temperature i wish you're on my side about this todd i have to i'm afraid of this chef that's why i'm deciding with him <laughs> he'll track me down or he'll, he'll hear about this and then i'll i want to just go on record that i'm defending the guy because i'm i'm less afraid of you that 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 makes a lot of sense i am not nearly as intimidating as him i just overreacted to that whole situation <laughs> the uh so so that you complain about him and uh I don't know. I guess, I mean, there, there, yeah, there was definitely one day where I really talked her ear off about him. Yeah. Any celebrities coming to the bar? Any celebrities? Oh, my gosh. No, not recently. Oh, no, no. Reese, oh, I mean, it's happened? I, yeah, I remember one of the servers telling me that someone really famous came in, but I couldn't R- remember who it really? was. Really? Yeah. What are they doing in Long Island City? Trying our craft beer. Trying their apricot pineapple ale. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's so stupid. It makes it's no it makes no sense. I don't understand. Do you drink beer? beer? No, I can't. It actually makes my stomach upset. Oh, okay. So maybe have IBS. What are you? What are you a doctor? I'm a ter- That was one of the worst jokes I've ever made in my life. I tried. I tagged it up for you. You did. You did. Oh, listen to you getting too comfortable with me. I, I tagged. <laughs> I tagged up one of Tyler's ad libs the other day when I was doing his podcast. Tagged it up. <laughs> Let's hear about your writing. Writing. Yeah. What do you want to know about it? First of all, I admire that you have a that job, even though you don't like it. Thank you. Because I admire people who work. You seem like you're you're doing the work. You're not like I'm entitled to this career. No, no, I feel like the luckiest person in the world. Like even just asking you, like, can I do your podcast? Was like so scary because I'm like, I I I like I look up to you so much, and I know that I'm still like trying to figure it yeah. out. It, you, know? you didn't ask me. You told me you were doing it. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I just made that up to make you look bad. No, um, no, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. So, do you, what did I just ask you? You were like, you work really hard, and I was like, I do. Oh, I yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about when you're writing? Do you? Yeah, I actually are you like disciplined. I, I took a writing class. Ooh. New York Screenwriters Lab. Ooh. Amazing teacher. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um, I've been trying to like, I want to, I've been trying to write a pilot script because I want to get staffed on a show. That you do. Really awesome. Yeah. 
But then you're going to have to stop doing stand-up. I mean, yeah, but it would be really cool to like learn how to write more, too. So. Cause when we did a roast battle, I uh-huh. know Jason Reitman, for some reason, was in the audience. Yeah. And stood up and like... <laughs> Basically said he you should have won. And I was like, all right, Jason. Never. That was so funny. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> you're not even part of the show, and you're weighing in. But uh, yeah, because he made that documentary short about roast battle. Oh, we did. Like about okay. a year before we oh, okay. shot that. Yeah, or maybe even more than that. And that was kind of like, um, I think him being involved in the show was also something that really helped kind of lift it into the public eye a little bit more, you uh-huh. know. And so that's why he was there. And I, I mean, it was pretty. Funny. I hurt my feelings. I was like, <laughs> Did it really hurt like Jason, what's going on? I don't even know you, brother. You're not even a part of this show officially. And <laughs> you get called in, you're weighing in, insulting the fucking king of comedy, me. So it was so funny, too, because Jeff was like, Jason Ryman's here. Jason, what do you have to say? And Jason was like, I don't know. Olivia should have won. And, like, and then Jeff was like, okay. <laughs> like, do you think, all right. Do you think deep down he really thinks you should have won? Or was he just like, oh, I know her from filming the documentary? I think I should have won. Oh, you still think you should have won? No, I don't. I mean, I was just excited to be there. I wish I, really I remembered the care. jokes. We should have recreated. I should have gotten the transcription of all the jokes. I would rematch with you if you were ever down. But I also uh, like don't feel like I should have uh, won. I had, I had so much fun that it's... I'm surprised that uh, I won it in the sense that it... I don't know. I think if I were a judge, I'd be like, let's let the fucking young person kick the old guy's ass but but I was so superior to you so I guess it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about your writing now yeah I'm talking about your joke writing mm-hmm. do you okay so for your stand-up like how often do you actually sit down every day and go like I am going to write a bit I wake up at 7 a.m <laughs> I read three newspapers cover to cover I pet my cat and I write from nine till nine at night. No, I am very undisciplined. I, I was just lying to you. All that was fantasy. Oh, okay. Uh, I I kind of work shit out of my head for the most part. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I, every day I'm like, I should sit down and just, just stare at a notebook with some ideas. But I tend to just like to work it out on stage. I don't know if it's laziness or short attention span, but what about you? I don't know. I've been trying to like sit and write it out more, but I'm kind of the same way where it's like it just doesn't become a bit until I say it out loud on stage a couple well, of I times. Think, yeah, I feel like combining the two things. Like I know like, and I always tell this to myself, but I don't always do it. It's like if I go sit in for a half hour and think about one joke, it's not going to get worse. Mm-hmm. It can only get better. That's true. Or stay the same. Yeah. But I'm probably not going to ruin it. And like something's going to happen in that half hour. Yeah, I guess that worries me too. It's like, am I just going to overwork it and then it's just going to, like, I'm not going to like well, it anymore? It, you know, well, yeah. Know. Well, uh, of course you, I mean, uh, that's that's when I know a joke is done is when I'm bored out of my mind with it. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm half joking, but I'm, I guess the other half would be not be joking. Yeah. What, uh, so you gonna have time to see some sights on this tour? I don't know. We've got a lot of long drives. I can't even think of anything that who's, I really. Who's got the car, you? That's me. Yeah, I have a Jeep Wrangler. That's a good car, right? Yeah, I love it. You got some. What are you going to listen to? Podcasts? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty controlling about the music. Are you? Yeah. It's a lot of like folk music. Really? Yeah. Like what? Uh, I like. I've been listening to a lot of Leonard Cohen lately. Okay. Yeah. What else? Mm. And Towns Van Zant. Holy shit! Yeah. How did you? How did you get turned on to these old geezers? Man? <laughs> I don't know. I've always been drawn to it. I found, I discovered John Prine as a teenager and then just kind of branched out from there, you know? People love John Prine. I love John Prine. I don't know much about him. He's great. He's he's like, he's had cancer like four times and he's still touring. It's amazing. Yeah, he's a a highly regarded guy. Yeah, I I really like him. I do admire those guys who tour, you know, when it's kind of like, because it is a grind touring. I'm sure he has a nice bus or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to get a bus. Oh my god, that would be the dream. Oh my god, what? Uh, so you want to what? What show? If you could write for any show, what show would you write for? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I think right now it would be Barry. Have you seen Barry? It's so. I've good. I've seen a couple episodes. It's so good. I did like it. I just remember because I don't watch a lot of comedies, and mm-hmm. then I was just like, I should watch Barry. Like maybe I should watch Barry. And then I read the description, and it was just like, you know, a hitman gets involved with the L.A. improv scene. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, 
that's 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 i'm gonna watch that i've watched a couple of them yeah i i watched the first season it's so good i love like dark stuff like that it's just like where it's not like a straight up comedy you know there's yeah. like a lot of like a little bit of drama in there too and i think that's really interesting i may have said improv it might be acting i don't remember theater scene that's what it was the yeah LA theater scene <laughs> yeah. uh, someone's all excited about correcting me well i beat you to that i correct <laughs> myself baby how's your social media game going it's going pretty bad. I've got Facebook, but I just got back on Instagram like a month ago, and then I just got back on Twitter. What do you mean, get, like, what do you mean got back on? Because I was on it for a while, and then when I just like kind of had a thing where I was like, I just want to like kind of hide for a minute, and so I took it all down, and then I just got back on it. So were you like, did you take it? Because taking it down is kind of extreme. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying in a bad way, but just like rather than just ignoring it, were you just like, I gotta actually delete this so I don't use it? Yeah. Yeah, I spend a lot of time now that I'm back on it too to like just like looking at it. Promote all the those time. shows, man. Got to promote the shows. Yeah, you can't be hiding too much. No, I did for a while, and I'm glad I did because I think I figured out like a little bit more about myself. But now I'm like trying to like get out there a little bit. You got a mailing list? Yeah, I do. I what, do. What do you use, Mailchimp or something? I use Mailchimp. Yeah. Are they good? I think so. I use the other competitor. <laughs> use the better one. I don't know if they're, the, I don't know. I, I, I just get so lazy about sending out Massey. I mean, I probably do it every four months, maybe. Really? Which is not really worth it, considering yeah. how much it costs. Hey, MailChimp, what are you going to do? Are you going to get me a free one? Um, <laughs> are you uh, are you pretty good about, you're good about the self-promotion now, right? If you're doing. I'm really terrified of it, honestly. It's like, it's kind of overwhelming, you know, because I want to focus on all the comedy stuff, and then at the same time, I'm trying to self-promote, and I'm like, just getting used to like, the fact that it's like okay to be like come see me you know it is i mean yeah. there is that there are people who cross the line and where you go oh that guy is a promoter you think of him as a promoter more than as a comic yeah and uh but it's i think that's a high I, that takes a while that would be years of constant annoying self-promotion where people would be overshadowed by that do you post clips of your stand-up no everyone's doing it with little fucking captions on it now man I saw yours. I saw oh, mine your was, Mine was brilliant. <laughs> I did two brilliant ones. I did two two one brilliant one. captioned videos. I can't wait to see the other one. Oh, did you see the black and white one? or did... I think it was your Comedy Central Presents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, oh, God, I really took the piss out of some of my friends. Um, <laughs> how many sets a night are you doing in New York? Less now that I'm really trying to book this and have been working on writing more, but I... I don't know. I'm trying to avoid mics too because I feel like it's the same thing where I kind of get a little bit too into the like, I'm just performing for my friends kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah. Aren't, aren't those mics, some of them like at four in the afternoon, right? Yeah, it's insane. There's so many open mics and so many people go to them. It's crazy. So many Pete comics go, or, but but they don't get really proper audiences, do they? No, it's mostly comics now. Oh, that's, that's a mixed bag. It's hard, you know, because it's like, it's good for me to try stuff and be like, okay, well, I know that I can still, like, get the comics that I really respect to laugh, but at the same time, I can really easily tip the other way and be like, okay, well, now I have no idea how to talk to, like, normal people. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, you need, yeah, a reality check is always a good thing. Yeah. Where have you been going on in the city? I don't know. I spend a lot of the time at the Creek in the Cave, uh-huh. QED. Those are good places. Yeah, they're great places. Do you live in Queens? Yeah, I live in Astoria. Oh, oh man. Yeah. A lot of a lot of room in Astoria. You get a little bang for your buck when you rent there. Yeah, it's nice. It really is. I like I like it there. We live really far from the train, but it's still How like far? a like 15-minute walk. Oh. It's far. That's good for exercise, but at some point you'd be like, I just wouldn't mind if the train was right there. Yeah, I know. I really like would love that because i i'm so nervous walking at night that i just usually take an uber home wherever i'm at so is it a dangerous neighborhood you live in no are you i'm just a nervous person are you yeah yeah so am i are you really do you get stage fright it depends on what the show is i definitely get like (laughs) before a big show i just i'll just get sick to my stomach all day yeah 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 I, i still get a little nervous sometimes do you really yeah that's so. That's good to hear. Yeah, you know, I should probably take something for it. <laughs> what would you take for it? Uh, I don't know, beta blocker. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
so great. Tom Brady's beta blockers before a big show. I've never, I've never taken them, but I heard they like they prevent you from your hand from shaking if your hand shakes. Or do something. you do you get shaky hands? I sometimes if I'm like if it's a big show like in a theater. Yeah, I mean, I tend to hold the mic with a death grip, uh, keeping it on the stand and sort of bracing myself, which mm-hmm. is a perfectly fine way to perform, also. But it works for it just you, though. Fe- well, I, yeah, I know, oh, I know. But uh, <laughs> ooh, I know. are you gonna sell merch on this tour? Yeah, I, yeah, I am. I got T-shirts, and then I have um, like buttons and patches and shit. Holy shit! Yeah, and then um, my friend Eric, who's coming with me, got all this cool shit made for our tour he's got like we've got like a tour poster and oh nice t-shirt wow. i feel like a little kid right now todd this is a dream come true this is great is it really i'm excited for oh, it. i'm so I'm excited kinda, i like i want to do i mean i'd like to do that kind of tour where i where you're going with a friend that's so exciting you know? yeah i'm i'm stoked go to weird restaurants and shit and meet freaks and yeah except for the staying on the couch part which just sounds horrifying um yeah don't do that but Get like, you should stay at like really nice hotels and lose money every night. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, then you come home and you're like you're forty thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> Just like sleep good. That'd be great. You should. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. There's a couple nights where I'm like, we should get a hotel because we got like an eight what's, hour drive. What's the thing. longest like day off thing you have? <sighs> like like period of shows. yeah, like the downtime between shows. There's like a couple where we've it's it stretches out as we get into like the Southwest where it's like we've got like one show. In Phoenix and Tucson, and then a day off, and then New Mexico, and then a day off, and yeah. Phoenix and Tucson—that's a—that's an hour and a half, baby. That's a, <laughs> that's good routing on that one. You think so? Yeah, some well, of them I mean, are bad. Those routing. are close. I mean, those you could leave. You could sleep late. Yeah. Depending on where you fall asleep, and then uh, <laughs> no, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant either in Phoenix or Tucson. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take a nice leisurely. Do you? Uh, so you got merch? Yeah. Did you buy a bunch of? Or like, did you? You just get it? Like, how do you know how much merch to bring? I don't know. I'm, I'm just figuring it out. You how know? do you do the t-shirts? Like, t-shirts seem like a nightmare. They kind of are. I, I just got a suitcase for them, and I stored them, like, by size It's in great suitcase. that you're driving, because that saves you all the, like... Because I've done merch where you end up, like, I'm checking a bag and paying $35, and I have to sell a certain amount of these fucking things for this heavy shit, and I'm doing two nights, and I'm checking a bag. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> oh, fuck that, man. Do you like flying? I'm terrified of flying. Are you terrified? Yeah. I'm not terrified, but I, I like, I'm not terrified of it, but I totally understand why. I can't believe I'm not terrified of it because if you think about it, you're like, oh, that's a pretty reasonable thing to be scared of. It's terrifying. I think it's because I can't see and it's, I just I just go, well, if it's this or the bus, uh, I think we're doing the right thing. Yeah. I much um, prefer the Jeep Wrangler over a plane. Would you fly to LA or would you drive to LA if you... If I, if honestly, if I had the choice between driving to LA and flying, I would <laughs> drive. I hate flying. It's t- so scary for me. Yeah. Even though I know it's like illogical to be afraid of it, I still like every time I step on a plane, I'm like, we're all going to die and no one here is doing anything. You say that out loud. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. that, might, that might get you upgraded or moved off the plane. No, but there's been times where I've like panicked so bad. I like, I got to get off the plane. And Do you we're, take like, a Valium or anything or Xanax? No, I'm even, that's the funny thing. I'm even more afraid of getting addicted to uh, like Xanax or Valium than I am of flying. So. That's all right. I think if you can find a way to get through without doing that. Do you drink? Yeah. On planes? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I actually tell the flight attendants I'm scared of flying. Sometimes I get a free cocktail out of it. Do you really? Yeah. There you go. You're, what other things can we scan? I'm afraid of flying in this really small <laughs> coach seat. <laughs> I'm afraid of flying. What? Upgrade? Oh, my God. I wasn't looking for that. <laughs> what free drinks? Oh, man. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that that would happen. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we can talk about. I've, I think I've hit a lot of the main topics. Yeah. How long have we been talking? Like, oh my God, tw- four and a half hours we've been talking. I only felt like 20 or something. Do you have any good road stories from your last tour? From the last tour. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think the best one is that, that, that strip club because that was just like such a memorable nightmare. Did you, know? you, let me ask you this. Did you have any inclination to do that before you went up there did you think or was it like strictly an on-stage decision to to take off your clothes it was i you know i don't really remember because i remember being in there and just feeling kind of the adrenaline of the crowd and being like this is a packed room of people who don't want to see stand up and i have no idea 
how to handle it. So I think just on my way to the stage, I was like, I think I'm just going to start challenging them <laughs> to laugh. How long did your opening act do? I don't even remember. And how did you get this gig to begin with? You wrote to a strip club? Um, no, that, that one was like, actually they already like do a show there usually, which is like, like they're like building a brand. They're like, we got our strip club I like these regular show. shows where everyone always bombs. <laughs> yeah. You, this club's <laughs> been doing a sh- comedy for 15 years and no one's ever had a successful set. Yeah. Um, where was it? Where was this again? It's uh, somewhere in Dallas. Yeah. Somewhere around Dallas. Yeah. Wow. You're going to hit the road. You're going to go to Europe with this tour? Do you have a name for the tour? Something's Festering. I like that. Thank you. Post art's pretty cool. You want to see it? Yeah, it's a podcast. So I don't know if that's going to really have a lot of impact to the people. At home. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> red. It's got some letters on it. Is it, um, yeah. So you got posters, uh-huh. buttons. T-shirts. T- you can travel Pins. with all that shit. Pins yeah. are the way to go, I think. Yeah, yeah. we got enamel pins for the uh, tour logo, too. So How much do those cost? Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Okay. Yeah. How much are the shirts? Uh, Twenty. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of which one you should give me. Oh my God! Do you want a shirt, Todd? I should have brought a shirt. Why didn't you bring a shirt? I'm gonna make oh, you, I'm gonna man. make you FedEx it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna make you do like morning delivery FedEx. It's like this is like I'll overnight it to you, even though night. I'm like I live like it's cost two you miles. Eighty five dollars to <laughs> ship me this. <laughs> you're gonna have to go to a UPS store, to your FedEx shop. The, the, the. I love how you'll let me do your podcast, but you won't let me meet you and bring you a shirt. You can do that. All right. I'm not, I just feel like I'm not going to be like, yes, we have to meet up to get this shirt. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make you take a trip to give me a shirt. <laughs> What's the shirt say? It's just, it says my name on it, and then it's a flamingo shaving its own head. Artwork by Ed Brescia. It's good. Did good you have thing. a shaved head when I saw you, when I destroyed you on Rose Battle? No, I had long hair. I still hadn't figured out, like, what level boyishness I was going for. Are you going for boyishness? Yeah, a little bit. Why is that? I don't know. No, there's kinda, nothing wrong with like it. I'm just it. curious. I just like it, you know? Yeah? Yeah. I got catcalled right when I got here. You'd yeah. think that the shaved head would be like a bit of a turnoff, but it really <laughs> doesn't. It doesn't do anything. These people are animals. You mean right when you got to New York? No, like right when I got here today. Oh, really? This morning, I, like right before some dude was just like, hey, baby. And I just stared at him until he got down the street and he kept looking back and more and more scared every time. He got scared? I think a little bit. Good. Yeah. <laughs> he should be scared. It's being a fucking fool like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because it's scary to get catcalled. It sounds horrifying. I've yeah. never been catcalled. I don't believe that. No, I mean, I'm obviously I've never been catcalled, <laughs> but I've, it's always anytime I see someone catcalling, I just was like, "Sir, why you got? Why you got to do that, man? Yeah. Man, why do you got to do that?" Yeah, I'm gonna start asking him that. Just say, "Hey, why do? You, why you got to do that?" Well, that would be a good question to ask them. Although they, they don't deserve that much uh, inquisition. Although maybe it would be maybe it would make them think. Maybe it would. Maybe that guy will be outside when you're leaving. <laughs> like, hey, remember me? I was the, uh, hey, baby. That's the scary thing is that, like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to stare him down and then he's going to come back and be, like, weirder, you know? I mean, probably he's doing that 70 times an hour. Yeah, that's so true. So just numeric, statistically, he's probably not going to be violent with every single person that he says that to. Okay. I'm not saying you're not special and that he <laughs> he does it to a lot of other women, but... uh. No, I mean, I uh, somewhat comforting it is, you know. Because one time I told a cat caller to fuck off, and he, like, chased me into a gas station. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really scary. Oh. Yeah. So. That sucks. So I, now I'm just quietly staring at him. I mean, not saying I get cat called all the time, but, yeah, when it does happen, it's like, what do you even do? What do I even do? You know? There's, like, no, there's no, like, recourse for that. It's just, you just got to just kind of take it, you know? Yeah. We don't know if you're going to escalate the situation or not. Um. It sounds awful. Yeah, no, I'm pre- prepping you for the next time you get catcalled. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it be weird if it happened like when I was leaving today? <laughs> like my first time ever getting catcalled. <laughs> I don't get catcalled. I get mobbed by crazed fan, comedy fans. Do you really? That's not like catcalling, though. That's a positive thing. Does that happen to you a lot? Like when you walk mobbed? around? No, I don't really get mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that you thought I was being serious. Sir. Yes, it's a mob scene. <laughs> I have a, you know, I have, I have an entourage I travel with, so that shields me oh that must be nice um do you get people like coming up to you in the streets and be like oh my god todd berry it happens once in a while that's great yes it does happen that's not cool. it's not something that like i assume it's going to happen mm-hmm. but when it does happen it's like okay well this has happened before and i go oh thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much and i shake their hands with t- both hands <laughs> i get their cold <laughs> that must be nice 
Olivia, let's do these. Let's do some final plugs here. Okay, let's do it. We killed it. We did a we killed a good amount of time on this. Did we really? Yeah. Oh, I, I hope we did four over four, about 45-ish. That's good podcast length. There. That's great podcast length. Yeah. Yeah. I hope your fans like me. Calm down. <laughs> Desperation's not good. Calm down. All right, let's burn off these. Uh, All right. Just Ooh. do the cities. Don't do the venue, maybe. Got it. Or what do you do whatever you want, actually. No, I'll do, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever you say. It's no, your, your you podcast, do it your way. I, your I'm retracting my little instructions I gave you. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, Wheeling, West Virginia. You can do the date. Do the date? Okay. Yeah. April 16th, Wheeling, West Virginia. April 17th, Fort Wayne, Indiana. April 18th, Dearborn Heights, Michigan. April 19th, Indianapolis. April 20th, Louisville, Kentucky. April 22nd, Chicago. April 23rd, Milwaukee. April 24th, St. Louis, Missouri. April 25th, Springfield, Missouri. How many more of these are there? (laughs) I just realized now, if you, have 20, so if you have 27 There's of them, so maybe we're not going to do all of them. Oh, Todd, you're doing me a huge favor. But the rest you can find the on... The rest you can find on oliviasfunny.com slash shows. What's your Twitter? Uh, Olivia does bits. Okay. <laughs> Could you have gotten Olivia Grace? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. So you have to get Olivia does bits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you hate it? No, I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it. Oh, you would know if I hated it. I would say I hate that. <laughs> Uh, thanks for being here, Olivia. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me plug my dates. This is so, this is great. I'm going to erase the plugs of the, I'm okay. erase the dates. That's not. Are you going to really? I'm going to cut, edit that out. No, of course not. Okay. God, what kind of mean guy do you think I am? I have no idea. It's because I crushed you on Rose Battle. I know. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. We're back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Olivia Grace. She's really cool. Go see her on tour. Uh, she's doing the right thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I meant. But actually, I do know what I meant by that. Yeah, she's doing the right thing. She's doing. She's doing comedy right. And um, ToddBerry.com at ToddBerry on Twitter. Uh, what else is there? Oh, starburns.audio for this podcast and other podcasts. And if you want to review us or rate us on iTunes, you can do that. Five stars uh, or four, whatever. You can do four or five. That's your choice. But if you're going to do four, might as well do five, right? All right. I don't usually ask for people who rate my podcast, but uh, I did this time. See you next time. Thank you. Starburns Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.